Today is Thursday, March 10th, 2022, the first day in our churchwide journey of extraordinary prayer and fasting. What is extraordinary prayer and fasting, and why are we doing it? As we seek to give everyone in our neighborhoods and networks an opportunity to see, hear, and respond to the good news of Jesus, we recognize that we are asking God for a level of breakthrough few of us have ever seen before. Throughout history, that kind of breakthrough was preceded and sustained by extraordinary prayer and fasting. As a spiritual family, we're committing to a season of extraordinary prayer and fasting through Pentecost, the day in church history when the first disciples experienced the power of the Holy Spirit coming upon them for the first time. Our scripture passage for this first day of extraordinary prayer and fasting comes from James chapter 5, verses 16 through 18. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Elijah was a human as we are, and yet when he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall, none fell for three and a half years. Then he prayed again, and the sky sent down rain, and the earth began to yield its crops. When we think about extraordinary prayer, we think about our limitations. We think about our lack of faith, our failures, all of the reasons why God wouldn't answer prayer. And yet here in James 5, we see that Elijah, whose prayers prevented rain for three and a half years, is just like us. Listen to this passage again and pay attention for a word or phrase that sticks out to you. Then use that word or phrase as a guide in prayer. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Elijah was a human as we are, and yet when he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall, none fell for three and a half years. Then when he prayed again, the sky sent down rain and the earth began to yield its crops. As we go to God in prayer, there are three specific ways that we're praying together as a spiritual family today. First, we're asking for a fresh filling and empowering of the Holy Spirit for everyone in our spiritual family. Ephesians 5.18 says, do not be drunk on wine, but go on being filled with the Holy Spirit.
We're asking God to reveal spiritual strongholds to be dismantled. Arguments and lofty ideas raised up against the knowledge of God is how Paul describes spiritual strongholds in 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5. What patterns of thinking is God revealing for us to dismantle through faith, sacrifice, and radical obedience? Finally, we're asking for increased boldness to share the good news of Jesus. For a fresh measure of courage, for a fresh measure of gumption to proclaim what is true to our friends, our coworkers, our neighbors, our families in a graceful and truthful way. Walter Wink says, history belongs to the intercessors who believe the future into being. Even a small number of people firmly committed to the new inevitability on which they have fixed their imaginations can decisively affect the shape the future takes. May we be those people firmly committed to a new inevitability. May our faith rise. May we persevere. May we believe the future into being. <laughs>